Our high school guidance counselor used to ask us what you would do if you had a million dollars. Didn't have to work. And then invariably, whatever you'd say, that was supposed to be your career. So if you wanted to fix old cars, then you're supposed to be an auto mechanic. So what did you say? I never had an answer. I guess that's why I'm working at Inatech. No. You're working at Inatech because that question is bullshit to begin with. Not going to be all snow. A wintry mix is forecast for the listening area. Greetings from North Lake Tahoe. This is Wintry Mix, episode 27. I'm your host, Alex Kaufman. Us homers, and when I say homers, I mean work from homers, have been enjoying the benefits of no commuting, limited wardrobe standards, and napping when needed for years. But it's not all rainbows and unicorns. Sometimes the ability to work 24 hours impacts the work-life balance, and a lack of nearby colleagues leaves us yearning for a non-digital conversation. Enter co-working spaces. These shared working spaces have recently become all the rage in mountain communities around the world, as remote employment allows more of us to live near our passions. In this episode, we'll meet some of the people embracing this new workforce option at the base of the Alpine Meadows Access Road on the north shore of Lake Tahoe. And maybe we'll pique your interest in doing the same. Stay with us. Season two of Wintry Mix is presented by Intopia. Hold on a second. What is Intopia? It's a fair question, Alex. Let's ask the team. Intopia is here to help you sell more and better vacations. Intopia is not a ski resort. Intopia is helping our partners succeed in the ever-changing world of e-commerce. Really good at Mario Kart. Intopia is trusted by ski areas, golf courses, water parks, and more. Intopia is focused on customer service. Let's go ahead and update that price point. And now I'm seeing that product online. Can you confirm you're seeing the same thing on your end? Intopia is... Headquartered in Stowe, Vermont. Where I drink most of my seltzer. International. Named outside magazines 100 best places to work. Intopia is... Dog friendly. Intopia is... Working hard but having fun. Es un grupo de amigos. Intopia is... Always looking for great coders. Designed to be flexible to adapt to ever-changing e-commerce technologies. Intopia is... Going to stop talking now. Visit us at intopia.com. Welcome back to Wintry Mix. This is Alex Kaufman, your host, episode number 27, live from the Tahoe Mill. And the Tahoe Mill is not making lumber. It is a co-working space, as noted, in uh, North Lake Tahoe. And I'm here with Dan Abrams. Uh, Dan, what do you do and what do you like to do when you're not doing it? Uh, I am the co-founder and president of Flylo Gear, a ski apparel company. And uh, when I'm not running the company i am a dedicated dad i like to ski as much as possible i mountain bike five days a week in the summer and try to get out on my boat wake surfing a couple days a week uh, how did flylo start how and when flylo started at about the turn of the century it was kind of a product of my group of friends from college we were noticing that uh, the backcountry gates were opening and so we wanted to go out and ski some pow and get into backcountry skiing and all the gear that we could find, all the apparel was uh, was either tight for mountaineering but made with nice fabric or it was loose and cool for snowboarding so it didn't work or it was just kind of bulky, clunky, not cool ski racing gear. So we blended it all together 
and uh, and we got mountaineering factories to make our ski apparel, our backcountry freeride ski apparel. And you're doing it now from a co-working space called the Tahoe Mill. Uh, how did Flylo and the Tahoe Mill cross paths initially? One of the big things was that I never planned on, or I, I never was very good at working in a library in college. I was never very good at going into an office. So for me, it was all about uh, finding a way to live life on my own terms and working from home, but also having a, a central place to meet uh, my business partner, Greg, who's doing all the product development. And uh, so we, when we descended on Tahoe about four years ago, we were looking for an office, a, a good place for Greg to go, um, and a place for us to store our samples and so forth. So I was looking around and I was driving up Alpine Meadows Road uh, off Highway 89 and I saw this for lease sign and I wrote it down and then our buddy Mike Rogie uh, was in the car with me later that day and he got so excited about it that he actually made me call the people and then we came in, took a look at the space and it was really cool. It was a unique structure and it was way too big, but my wife, Megan Michelson, uh, had this idea that that Tahoe needs a co-working space, that in order for the community to grow with the people that we want it to grow with, which is like-minded individuals that are doing different types of businesses, getting out of the city, telecommuting, and so forth, they needed a space. It was kind of a daunting task and I wasn't necessarily excited about starting another business. I kind of have my hands full with my business. But Megan put her foot down and said that even if we just break even, we need to do it. So it was Megan's uh, real idea to to really make it happen. We talked to the good people that own this building, uh, Eddie and Osvaldo, and they uh, they allowed us to partition part of the building and make it smaller, and then there was a, a good size office in the back, and so Flylo could take over the office, and we already knew that we had an anchor client in Flylo, and from there, it just kind of snowballed, and now we have a waiting list, and we have 16 desks that are fully occupied. We have two other private offices, so three full private offices, and we have a real community of different type of workers that come in here. We have lawyers and public relations people, and writers and bullshitters and people that can make your clothing and we've already fostered some friends that have started other companies making clothing and have grown out of here and we have ski companies and it's just it's really snowballed into something great all right a lot of our listenership is all over the country a lot of them are from new england a lot of them visit lake tahoe so help us out uh best pizza in lake tahoe is where uh best pizza in lake tahoe is the front street pizza uh, it is in Tahoe City, and actually, I think they just opened a new one in Truckee, too, but great place. And then give us one of the secrets. So it's Wednesday. It's 8 a.m. There's 10 inches of fresh. There's no wind. You don't need to work until noon. Where are you going? I think everybody should go to Squaw, but I'll be at Alpine Meadows. You know what I would do if I had a million dollars? I would invest half of it in Loris Mutual Funds and then take the other half over to my friend Asadullah, who works in uh, securities. Samir, Samir, you're missing the point. One of the exercises that you're supposed to figure out what you would want to do if PC load letter? What the fuck does that mean? My name's Mike Rogie. I'm a co-founder of the media consulting firm Verb Cabin. And when I'm not working, 
um, skiing, mountain biking, swimming in the lake, surfing, just kind of enjoying a Northern California lifestyle. So it sounds like you had some kind of role in kicking off the Tahoe Mill, this co-working space that is at the, I guess, the base of the Alpine Meadows Access Road, uh, pretty close to Squaw, pretty close to lots of fun stuff. Tell me about how that all got started. Well, uh, my friend Megan Michelson, her husband Dan, and his business partner Greg and I were actually having dinner. And, you know, we were all complaining about how we don't like eating breakfast in the morning at our kitchen table, sliding the bowl over. The laptop comes over as well. And you start typing, and then it's time for lunch. So you slide your laptop over, and you just, you weren't, we weren't moving. We missed that office feel. We missed having coworkers, you know, and Dan and Megan are um, very, uh, I guess inspired and motivated to solve problems. It's kind of their niche. And, uh, Megan and Dan found this place. Uh, Dan drove me by it. I was really into it. I was looking for an office space at the time, um, to, you know, to conduct interviews over the phone, just to have my own space and to be able to go home at night. So, um, yeah, they signed the lease and asked if I would be in here. And, uh, the four of us were the first people in here met. It was just Megan and I out in this big space. And from there we had, Jason Abraham, who's a local photographer, uh, Katie Hoversmoot, who started a local um, outdoor company called Buttermilk, and then um, on the other side, Arcade Belts and Tahoe Made moved in, and from there, like we just keep getting more and more cool people moving in. And what do you think makes mountain towns conducive to this setup? Now, uh, Dan had mentioned that you know obviously co-working is not something that's totally new, but it seems to be somewhat new to mountain towns. In the last handful of years, there's kind of gone from not very many to a whole bunch. What do you think causes that? I think one of the unique things about mountain towns or coast towns is that there's not many people that are stuck there. Most of the people that are here want to live here. So, you know, like myself, like I, I found a way to live here. There wasn't a perfect job opening for me in North Lake Tahoe. So I had to create my own job. And because of that, you know, I had to work at home. You try to cut costs where you can. Um, I think that what makes North Lake Tahoe conducive to the Tahoe mill um, is that we're not alone everyone in here was working at their home and you know, it's like anything, you know, you put an idea out there and you see if it, it has any stick, you know, stickiness is like what they like to say in Silicon Valley. And it did. It had a lot of stickiness, you know, like we all like to be outside, but we all have to work and we just didn't want to work at the kitchen table anymore. So you were at the kitchen table. A lot of us were at the kitchen table or at least near it, myself included. Um, but downsides now that you're here three years in, what did you wish maybe you kind of did differently tips for their folks looking to start one, things like that. I think that, uh, one thing that I know Megan will tell you is that the cost associated with starting something like this is a lot higher than you would imagine. Um, sure. You can go to garage sales and pick up desks, but one thing that's nice about our desks is that they're all matching and it's just like the design of it. You want it to look nice. You want people to feel some pride in having their business there. All right. Help us New Englanders out. We're visiting Tahoe. Best pizza is where? Okay. So um, can you bleep out words on, on this podcast? Good. Okay. So um, first thing you should know, fellow East Coasters, I'm from New York and lived in Burlington, is that pizza on the West Coast is bullshit. The best pizza that you can get, which will be a lower tier pizza on the East Coast, is at Front Street Pizza in Tahoe City. There's also another place in Kings Beach called A Pizza Bella, and that guy claims to have New York pizza. It's just greasy. But those two places will get you by, and then best wings I've found are at the Grid or at Moe's Barbecue. Mid-February. The base is in. You just got another 10 inches. It's 8 a.m. You're at the mill. You don't have to work until noon. Where are you going? I think midweek you can't go wrong at Squaw or Alpine. Typically, I choose Alpine. You'll find me riding the summit chair. And then uh, from there, hopefully you won't find me. Well done. Thanks, Mike.
Thank you. Pardon me while I pay my daycare bill really quick. Wintry Mix receives additional support from Ski Vermont. Visit SkiVermont.com for the latest and greatest details on all things summer and winter in the Green Mountains. Also, thanks to Snowbird Utah. Visit Snowbird.com to begin planning your 2016-17 Western itinerary today. They also get 500 inches. And be sure to visit one of the many peak resorts this summer. The gondola rides at Wildcat in the shadow of Mount Washington are stunning. Visit peakresorts.com for all that info. And it's almost time to offer up some fine gear from L.L. Bean. Follow the Wintry Mix on social media to be in the game. Now back to the mill. My name is Andrea Gutierrez. I'm a social media manager. And when I'm not at the mill, I'm skiing, snowboarding, hiking, climbing, biking, anything really you can do in the outdoors in Tahoe. Well, you're in the right spot. Any clients people would have heard of that you work with at all? The local tavern, the bridge tender, West Shore Market, West Shore Lake Tahoe, which is the West Shore Association social media pages. Um, I do a bunch of other local businesses. We really focus on small businesses. Um, and I also work with literary publicists doing social media for authors who are releasing a new book. Uh, at what point did you cross paths with the Tahoe Mill? Uh, I assume you were working from home or somewhere else and now you're working here. How did that all happen? So about a year ago, I had heard about the Tahoe Mill. I was working from home, um, just really working from my kitchen table. And... I put my name on the wait list for here. I saw, um, came in, checked out the space, and it looked really awesome. I mean, there's a bunch of people in here working. Um, At first, I didn't really want to have to pay the additional fee to have an office because I was using my home. But it got to the point where, you know, when you work from home, you start procrastinating a little bit. Instead of working, you go to the lake, you go hiking, taking the dog on a run. So I really needed a space where I can sit down and focus on work. uh, Megan, who's the owner here, actually had a long wait list. Um, and finally, I got a desk a couple months ago. I suppose on the tax side of things, instead of writing off your house expense, you're now able to just generally write off your office expense. Is that kind of the, the thought process there? Yeah, yeah. So I, I was writing off my um, home office, and now I'm writing off this expense. Which one's bigger? Um, the one at home was actually bigger, so maybe I'm losing a little bit of money, but, um, it's fine. It's great. I use the side door. That way Lumber can't see me. <laughs> and, uh, after that, I just sort of space out for about an hour. Tell uh, space out? Yeah. I just stare at my desk, but it looks like I'm working. Many different people doing many different things. Next up... I believe it's Chase Schweitzer. What do you do, and what do you do when you're not doing what you do, Chase? So I work for Sierra Watch. We're a conservation advocacy group. We take development threats to the Sierra Nevada and turn them into conservation opportunities. When I'm uh, not working here, I'm generally snowboarding, stand-up paddleboarding, trying to take some surf trips down to the coast. So Sierra Watch, a local public interest research group, um, what is your organization focusing on currently? Uh, The first and foremost is Squaw Valley. Uh, They're asking for the right to build over 25 years. That includes an indoor water park over 10 stories tall, as well as Walmart. So it would be a private indoor water park, kind of themed, uh, similar to an amusement park. 
as well as uh, 1,500 new bedrooms in a series of high-rise condos and hotels, and then taking pristine land at the mouth of Shirley Canyon for 20-some-odd timeshare mansions. There's a lot of issues with this development, unfortunately. Uh, many of them have to do with traffic, water, uh, fire and evacuation paths, safety paths, light and air pollution. Currently, we're in our fourth year of one of the biggest droughts that we've ever experienced in the state. And because of that, these developments need to really take into account the fire fire and water scarcity issues. The Sierra Nevada is the birthplace of the modern conservation movement. We're still dealing with though issues here that revolve around the exploitation of resources as well as commercial and tourism. Uh, we don't want to have too much tourism. We don't want to have too little tourism. We need to find that great opportunity to respect the environment and also but also utilize these economic resources as best we can. It's 8 a.m., it's Wednesday, there's 10 inches of fresh, you don't have to work until noon, where are you going? I'll be in line at KT22 Squaw Valley. With you and how many of your closest friends? <laughs> a good, probably 30 or 40 of them, and then there's a bunch of others that we're trying to elbow out of the line. Thanks a lot, Chase. Thank you. And here's something else, Bob. I have eight different bosses right now. A uh, big pardon? Eight bosses. Eight? Eight, Bob. So that means that when I make a mistake, I have eight different people coming by to tell me about it. That's my only real motivation, is not to be hassled. That and the fear of losing my job. But you know, Bob, that'll only make someone work just hard enough not to get fired. I'm Kirsten Gwynn. I'm the director of marketing for Destination Residences Snowmass. And when I'm not working, I'm out mountain biking or snowboarding, depending on the season. I used to work in an office uh, at Resort at Squaw Creek, which is a big hotel in Squaw Valley, and then decided to move over and work for the Snowmass property. So where it's the same management company, uh, but I would now work remote. So I was working out of my house, which was fine, but lonely. And then the mill popped up with an opportunity for a desk share. And I said, I'll try it for a month and see if I like being around people again, but not in a corporate office environment. And it's worked out great. I absolutely love it. And who's this little guy sniffing my foot? Tell me about your little friend here. Her name is Makai, and she is my everyday companion. And that is one of the reasons that I love being outside of a corporate office environment, but still around people all day, is I can bring my dog to work. And our office is uh, right next to the Truckee River. So every day around lunch, she and I get out, and we both swim in the river most days. So it's a pretty nice break. What's the temperature of the river out there right now? It's pretty chilly. It's pretty cold. It definitely, your heart skips a beat when you dunk in, but it's a better afternoon pick-me-up than coffee or chocolate. And what do you think makes uh, mountain towns conducive to uh, these co-working spaces? A lot of them popped up in the last handful of years, and they seem to be uh, filling up. Sure. I think the paradigm of uh, working professionals in mountain towns is changing, and the co-working space is a response to that. There's a lot of people that do very interesting things and don't need to be tied to a particular work environment like an office. And they're moving to these mountain towns for the obvious lifestyle benefits. Um, but they, like me, they don't want to sit in their houses by themselves all day. So these spaces provide you know, all the logistical needs, internet connection, a desk, a lamp, um, and the collaboration that people want at sort of a minimal level rather than a super high level. Um, and I found it's really interesting because the people that I'm working you know, around, if not with, are doing really interesting things and everyone's doing something completely different. That's the one thing I really like about it is that I can take a break and talk to somebody about their project and learn something totally new rather than you know, in an office where everyone's working for the same company, you take a break and 
it's all the same stuff. You're all working toward the same goal, which, you know, is great for collaboration and all those other obvious perks and benefits of working together. But you never get to step outside and, and really learn something completely different that you've you never even knew existed. And you mentioned Snowmass, and we're in Tahoe right now. Are you talking about Snowmass, Colorado? Yes, I represent a property um, based in Snowmass, Colorado. It's actually the largest um, hospitality company in Snowmass. Um, and I work there because the corporate structure has a property here in Lake Tahoe where I started, and now I've transferred to that property. So it's a perfect example of what's possible with uh, remote employment and remote working because you're working for a place that is nowhere near where you're living. It's exactly that. And it's great because a lot, I think a lot more companies are embracing the possibilities um, of a remote workforce. Uh, Snowmass Colorado has a workforce housing uh, conundrum. <laughs> and so I don't really have to get involved in it because I'm settled here with my family. Um, so there's no relocation costs or any of the other things that go along with um, finding the best employees you can anywhere in the country and then having to move them to your location. Now you just find the best employees and they start working for you the next day. Best pizza in Tahoe. Go. West Shore Pizza in Tahoma. And it's Wednesday morning. There's 10 inches of fresh. There's no wind. You don't need to work until noon. Where are you going? Summit chair at Alpine Meadows. Michael, we don't have a lot of time on this earth. We weren't meant to spend it this way. Human beings were not meant to sit in little cubicles staring at computer screens all day, filling out useless forms and listening to eight different bosses drone on about mission statements. Hey, Alex. Uh, Megan? Yes, hi. Hello, is this, uh, is this working? I've never used this app before. <laughs> I hear you. I don't know if that means it's working. <laughs> yeah. All right, so I missed Megan when I was in Tahoe, but uh, I didn't think that would be fair because Megan Michelson is the, I will call her the proprietor of the Tahoe Mill, um, makes the place actually operate and manages the, uh, the folks who are at all those desks. Is that, is that approximately correct? That's right. You got it. It's about two and a half years old, and it came together with help from uh, definitely a few other people, so not, not all my projects. But now uh, it's definitely a collective, and a lot of people help out, and I do manage the space, which means collecting rent and taking out the trash and making sure everybody is happy in their situation, and also sort of bringing in new people to work at different desks and, uh, and help, helping to make sure people can, can be productive and creative and what they need out of the space. Do people clean up after themselves? <laughs> it's sort of tragedy of the commons sometimes. There's definitely a dirty coffee cup left here and there, but for the most part, yeah, they're pretty tidy folks. What does the desk cost? How do you build? It's two hundred dollars, and you get your a month, and you get your own desk. Or if you only want, plan on using it part time, it's one hundred and twenty dollars a month, and you split it with somebody else. And for those who get their own desk at two hundred bucks, that includes internet, coffee, printer, um, happy hours, and basic office supplies. And they have. 24-7 access to the space. So we don't have regular hours. People come and go as they please. And since a lot of them are freelancers and, you know, they're here in Tahoe because they love to ski and bike and that sort of thing, we've got people working odd hours. So, you know, evenings or weekends, uh, you'll find folks working in there. Have you had to kind of like manage the etiquette or figure out the etiquette or what is the etiquette? Most people are pretty conscientious of their neighbors. Um, we do have like a phone conference area where people can go and take calls if they're, you know, disturbing other people. But for the most part, no, I haven't had to do much in, in a way of reprimanding people. We allow dogs, um, pretty relaxed environment. People, people are pretty kind to each other, so it hasn't been an issue. 
there's probably never been an eviction, has there? No, no. Knock on wood, we haven't had to kick anyone out. <laughs> cool. Um, so as you mentioned, um, these sorts of things have been popping up all over the place, not just in cities, but in mountain towns uh, like, like, like Tahoe and elsewhere. Um, you guys are now part of a kind of network of these things, correct? Tell me about the alliance. Right, yeah. It's called the Mountain Coworking Alliance, and it started um, – with just a few of us, uh, one in South Lake Tahoe, a, a place in uh, Breckenridge. And since then, it's sort of grown. Every time a new ski town co-working space opens up, they, they reach out to us. And um, how it works is that if a member of the Tahoe Mill wants to go to, say, Jackson, Wyoming for a few days and ski and work, um, they'll get two free days at the space in Jackson. And then vice versa, members of other spaces get two free days at our space, pending availability, of course. And the other co-working spaces, you said you have, you have meetings or calls or whatever with them. I mean, what are some of the best practices you've learned from other locations? There is such a variety of things, um, everything from like key code access to get into their spaces to how they're marketing the spaces to recruit new members to, you know, what kind of food or, or coffee or office supplies they're supplying to the members. So it's really everything from the nitty gritty to sort of big picture ideas for how to make those spaces grow and be more successful. Um, it's always fun to swap those ideas with people sort of in similar boats. What's it like in a Tahoe mill on a powder day? <laughs> it's pretty empty. We're at the base of Alpine Meadows ski area and our shop or our space used to be an old ski shop back in the day. So we have great access. It's, you know, five minute or less drive up to the, up to, to Alpine and then um, squaws just around the corner as well. So I would say, powder day morning it's pretty much dead in there and then folks will start rolling in you know in their ski pants like around noon or so and, and try to get to work thank you for listening to wintry mix number 27 my name is alex kaufman coming to you overlooking the Truckee river here from north lake tahoe if you are like me and uh, working from home most of the time, you can seek yourself out a co-working space in one of the many mountain towns and or cities. They are popping up everywhere as remote employment continues to grow. Uh, you can also check out the Mountain Co-working Alliance or the Tahoe Mill online. Just use your, uh, your Google bot and you'll find it just fine. Wintry Mix is produced with support from Vermont Public Radio and their members. We have production help from Liam Connors and Angela Evansy. Uh, our theme music is by Adam Levy, and you can check out more of his music on our website, wintrymixcast.com. And later on this season, coming up really soon, we're going to start giving away products from L.L. Bean. We've got outerwear. We've got a backpack. we got all sorts of good stuff. You're going to want to follow Wintry Mixcast on the social medias, including Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, for your chance to win later in the season. All right. I got a red eye back to Vermont in a few hours, so I better get moving. Thanks, everyone. Bagels and subs, you're shit out of luck. I had a truckee bagel on the way up here. It wasn't half bad. But it wasn't an East Coast bagel.